Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage and it almost seems a bit surreal that I just watched Avatar The Way of Water. For one, because the movie theater experience was really unlike anything I have ever experienced before. Which might sound stupid, but it's true. From a technical standpoint this was something else, something new, something awe-inspiring. But two, also because getting a sequel to 2009's Avatar, or not just one, but several sequels, became like this ongoing joke. Avatar, the most successful movie of all time at the box office, became this movie that seemingly nobody really liked all that much, but to which its creator James Cameron announced more and more sequels to, without ever really releasing one. Well, that long wait is over now. Here we are. Avatar, the way of water, is real. And it's not just very pretty, but also pretty good. Let me begin by saying that I am also in the camp of people that aren't the biggest fans of the original. I saw it when it came out, liked it fine but not more, never watched it again and only revisited it two days ago in preparation for the sequel. And 13 years later my opinion hasn't changed that much. It's a fine movie that's way too long with a very basic and familiar story and pretty mediocre characters. And the world of Pandora never appealed that much to me. It did to a lot of people though, which is one of the main reasons why it became so successful. There were reports back then about people who became so immersed into this new spectacular 3D world that it was difficult for them to go back to real life. I don't know how exaggerated or true those reports were. It sounds pretty bizarre and yet it's no surprise or nothing new that big fantasy worlds like this and big spectacle movies like Avatar can ignite and satisfy a certain longing and can become kind of a digital refuge. And I can see that happening again with The Way of Water. It's still not really my kind of thing. It's all a bit too much ethno-eco-kitsch for my taste. But what is my kind of thing, or what can be, is big and spectacular cinema. Cinema is a visual medium and as much as it is or can be about story and characters, it's also about images. It's a medium that has the potential to overwhelm you. And what James Cameron is delivering here is nothing short but jaw-dropping. Saying that something needs to be experienced on the big screen has become a cliché. But in this case it's absolutely true. Because honestly it's the only way you can experience it for what it is. At least for now, because you don't have the means to reproduce it at home. Of course Cameron again chose 3D to tell a story. But this time it also comes in 48 frames per second. Though certain moments are shifting back to the usual 24 as far as I understand. But when you see the 20th Century Fox logo appearing in all its 48 FPS smoothness, you know that you are in for something different. And I admit that I didn't like this aesthetic at all when I watched Peter Jackson's first Hobbit movie 10 years ago. But Cameron seemed to have found a way to make it work. And I can safely say that this was one of the most visually impressive theater projections I have ever seen. It was simply breathtaking. 4K, 48 frames per second, 3D. I noticed several times how my mouth was wide open because it was so gorgeous to look at. It must have been many years since my last 3D movie at a theater and I never really liked 3D. But this was something else. A super bright image, crystal clear, sharp as fuck, beautiful colors and contrast. Just absolutely stunning. 
and I was wondering several times how it must be to watch something else in the future like this. Something that maybe appeals more to me in terms of tone and story. Those images at the beginning, when the sky people return to Pandora, those giant spaceships, all that technology, just incredible. All that underwater stuff is absolutely beautiful, no doubt about it, but like I said, this romanticized ethno stuff only goes so far for me. But when Cameron unpacks all those crap-like robots or little submarines, now this I can get into. Now you should talk about the visuals and how everything pops on screen, but I should probably talk about some other elements as well. Did I already say that I like the way of water more than the first film? Well, I did. And it's not just because of the noticeable, or rather jaw-dropping, technological evolution, but also because the characters and emotions work better in this one. And while there are still some cringe-worthy moments, I think I also like them more this time around. Actually, I was rather surprised how comical or popcorny huge chunks of the story are. But since it's just coming out, I don't want to give anything away. Let me just say that I thought the villain is pretty awesome and just a lot of fun. What I can say, because it's in all the trailers, is that our protagonists Jake and Naitiri, again played by Sam Worthington and Zoe Zaldana, are parents now. Time has not only passed in our world, but in that of Pandora as well. And I think Jake is a much more interesting or alive character as a father. They have two sons and two daughters and there's a lot of dynamic there. Initially I thought it might be a bit too much and I do think they could have built the eldest son up a bit more, but overall I think the movie does a good job letting us be part of this family and how they try to survive. There's really nothing that's groundbreaking in any regard, nothing you haven't seen before, but it's also more than sufficient, more than just doing its job, even if just a little bit. It's simple, but effective enough at least when it comes to the rousing and action-packed finale. It did lose me a little bit in the middle section and with more than three hours it's really long and I don't think it needs to be, but the finale totally makes up for it. Even though I was wondering where certain new characters vanished to, but it's not too big of a deal. I also found it more interesting than diminishing that I felt kind of an avatar formula now with the second movie. A lot of the same beats and motifs from the predecessor. Learning about and discovering this new world of Pandora with all of its fascinating wildlife. The first one gave us the bonding with these flying creatures in the middle section. And then the giant red one as a special weapon at the end. This time we get the film's highlight, all the water related stuff introduced in the middle section. And then again a big creature fighting with them in the finale. It's very similar and yet different enough. Also through the focus on this entire family now. It feels like an organic next step and not as just treading the same old ground. And this goes for the movie as a whole. It is just so much James Cameron that I just have to adore it to some degree. It totally feels like almost all of his previous movies combined, but shaped through the stuff he's into nowadays. In a way, it's just a simple, but of course also larger than life action adventure fantasy blockbuster spectacle, but it's also through and through Cameron. It has the handwriting of a very specific filmmaker, and I think that's great. From Terminator, Aliens, to The Abyss and Titanic, there's so much connective tissue and personality in his work. Visually, thematically, structurally, and also just emotionally. It doesn't always hit exactly the beats that I move to, 
but it's still close enough and I'm really curious how he wants to continue and hopefully again surpass this one. And if I want to criticize it some more, then it's certainly some of the overall character tapestry and the building blocks for the sequel. It's doing a pretty good job opening up these new narrative threads, but it's always a bit unfulfilling if they don't amount to more in the actual movie you watch. The things about Kiri's character, or the fact that we don't even see Edie Falco's General Artmore one more time for the entire second half. It's also a bit telling how bland and uninteresting characters like Norm and Max are. By the way, they are just in the movie because they were in the first one. But on the other hand, we get new ones like the teenage characters who are all quite memorable. With I think Jack Champion doing a really good job as the only human one. And going back to when I said there are certainly some cringeworthy moments, I just can't help but find it both totally ridiculous and super awesome how Cameron plays to his known military stereotypes. That one guy with the sunglasses loved it. So in German I'd say Avatar The Way of Water ist ein technisches Ultrabrett, wie ich es eigentlich noch nie gesehen habe. Erfreulicherweise gelingt es Cameron in seiner Rückkehr nach Pandora auch etwas besser, uns an die Charaktere zu binden. Zwar hat auch diese ein paar Längen und die Welt wird wohl nie ganz meine sein, aber als Blockbuster-Spektakel ist das hier einfach unvergleichlich. I give Avatar The Way of Water 8 out of 10. It's more like 8.1, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Avatar The Way of Water. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon simply at The Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.